episodes and I still don't get how it works. Episode 8. This is pretty nanners. Episode 8. Yeah, we have a lot of commitment. Yeah, look at us go. We're almost to 10. Almost, yeah, I know. We've lasted longer than uh, something. Seven other numbers. <laughs> <laughs> something. We we beat something so far easily. Yeah. Was that a good cold open? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> How do they make gum? You want to do a whole episode about that? (laughs) (laughs) You want to do an episode about gum? Okay, I'll put it in there. I want to do an episode on... Do hyena women have penises? What? <laughs> How about we do wild cats and you just remember to do hyenas? <laughs> the thing is, would not I should have said, I should have said women hyena. That may sound like it's like some woman who's also a hyena, which would be frightening. <laughs> I'm kind of high, <laughs> and I meant a female hyena. They have penises, I think, because they have three times more testosterone than the males. Interesting. Well, I put wild cats in there. I want hyenas so. in there. What? You want me to do hyenas too? Yeah, because in the off chance <laughs> that we pull that as, a, as an episode, I already have the perfect title for the episode. Hi... <laughs> Ina's. H I G H. And then the word Ina. <laughs> People will okay. be like, whoa, what? That's clever. Okay. Like, that, like that song. Like that song. Anomaly. <laughs> Anomaly. You know? No. Um. <laughs> Morning announcement. Follow us at our socials. Instagram at the high class pod. Yes, and it's good times. We post pictures of our edibles. We do artwork. We post like things that don't end up in the episodes. Uh-huh. The, uh-huh. the the Instagram is it's a good time for sure. It's a repository of everything that doesn't make it onto here. Yeah. You like that word? Repository. I don't because it reminds me of depository. <laughs> and those go up your butt. <laughs> uh, well, guys, that's it for morning announcements. 
Yeah, but I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. Why did I get high to her? Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Let's, um... Oh, no. Do you want to do our edibles and then our topic? Yeah, let's do that. I ate okay. my Kiva. Oh, wait, I should calm down a little bit. All right, guys, this is what I'm eating today. I'm having some, um, Camino Kiva again and we're eating habanero pineapple or is it pineapple oh, habanero flavor. yeah so i had orchard peach last time and those are a harder sour gummy but they're not sour and then this one is like a super super soft gummy like it's so super moist and tender but it also got moldy after a couple months so i don't suggest you keep it for over a month like i did just finish that shit in one month, and you're good. I thought you were going to say, finish it in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> finish all. It's only a hundred. That takes me. I've never, I've never done, like, I think the most I've ever taken was, like, maybe 50 milligrams. Ooh. But it just makes me go to sleep. Like, it's not fun for me to do that much. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. I get the bends really bad. The bends? Yeah, where I feel like the whole room is spinning, and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Ah! I am eating an edible. It's the Good Tide brand again, Ooh. which I really like. Although their edible, like, was really strong last time. It, it really got me. <laughs> but... This one is mango flavored. Ooh. And it's supposed to be more like indica, like more mellow. So oh, okay. But they are really good. They're like really soft gummies too. Ooh, they do look squishy. Yeah, they they're kind good. Of... They, mm, they taste good too. Mm, 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 Ooh, mm, mm, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that sound you made. And I definitely did not like what you did with your head just now. No. Um. <laughs> I hate it so much. The little package is so cute, though. And on the lid, it says, make waves. Whoa. I have our topic box. I'm going to give it a shake of room. And we have the best drum roll in the game. What's our topic? I bet it's fish. Oh, this sucks. This wildcat. Wait, what? Can I pick a different one? You just put it in earlier. Can I pick a different one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm shaking it again. It's gonna be Drum roll, please. <laughs> okay. The topic today is no questions asked. We can't return it. Harry Potter. Ooh, it's ghost ship. That's that very fun. Yeah, it's a very interesting topic. I hope mm -hmm. I don't get scared shipless. 
specified choosing. I'm not gonna do any of that. If you're gonna go to jail, guess what? That's legal and I will sue you. God. <laughs> now, I'm telling the story here. Now, how many ships have sunk to the bottom of the ocean? Three million. <gasps> Did we look up the same thing? It's what you thought no. I was gonna say, but I actually went no. the opposite way. No, that was just an interesting fact I saw. That's a buttload of, like, boats that have sunk and are on the bottom of the ocean floor. That's crazy. I wonder if they count, like, lifeboats. Oh, three million. I guess, yeah. Like, I don't know. three million people each take a boat out. It's all sunk. The bottom. That's, That's wild. That's a lot because of people. That's, like, a lot of people. That's definitely more than three million. Yeah. Because some boats have, like, big crews. It's crazy. What are you talking about? Because the kind of boats I'm reading about are all manned by phantom crews. That's right. Today's real topic was about ghost ships. 
And the true definition of a ghost ship, Lillian, is a shipless crew. Wait. A, cr a, crew a crewless ship. ship. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A crewless ship. You got me there. Now, I too thought maybe I should look up some stuff about uh, shipwrecks because shipwrecks are cool. But then I got yeah. distracted because I was like, what the hell is a ghost ship then? And then I was thinking, how do ghost ships happen? What is a ghost ship? Does that have anything to do with what William Turner told me about the Flying Dutchman? Because did his octopus for a dad fly the Flying Dutchman? Yeah. And what what was his dad's name? Bootstrap Bill. Ah. But the the octopus was Davy Jones. There it is. Now who's Davy Jones? Well, that's what I ended up looking up. So Davy Jones was the cousin of a man named Rosa Jones. And you might be thinking, Rosa Jones is kind of a feminine name for a man. Well, You'd be wrong, because this whole story is made up. <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> I lied to you. I lied to you, and you believed it. Hook, line, and sinker. Let this be a lesson. You can't trust anybody on the internet. It's a lie. Oh, where'd my notes go? <laughs> oh, found them. Okay. Oh, I did take a lot of notes. Did I really? Wow. <laughs> Take a couple. Take a couple notes. <laughs> All right. Um, so I've told you about the definition of a ghost ship. It's a ship with no remaining crew found. Now, let me... You tell me, Lillian. Why do you think ghost ships... <laughs> Can you stop that ghost? <laughs> oh, she kicked the ball away. Quick, I only have a couple seconds to talk before it begins again. <laughs> what are all the ways that you think ghost ships are created, Lily? <laughs> you have three seconds, go! For number one, go! Um, pirates, pirates attack, abandoning ships, disease. Abandoning ships, disease, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You got all the ones that I, I thought I was going to talk about, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't mean I'm gonna talk about them. It just means I'm smart. No, I meant like I was gonna talk about them, but now I'm not gonna, cause you got them too. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah, and then uh, let's see. So then I was looking at Wikipedia, and it said historically attested, and I was like, what does that mean? That just means that there's a lot of historical documents from the time. And from scholars and researchers to pretty much be like, yeah, this is for sure a shipwreck that exists. Or, not a shipwreck, but like, this was for real, a phantom ship that was, that people were like, hey, I see that ship before. There's nobody flying that ship. I guess that'd be the equivalent of, like, freight trains, cause they are, or freight cars, because they always drive for long periods or long stretches of time. And they pass each other. And then they're like, oh, hey, let's honk and say hi. But then they're like looking at the other semi-driver's car. And they're like, what? There's nobody in it? Hello? That would be 
spooky. Like, imagine if you're driving your car and you just see a car with no one in yeah. it. This is weird. Right? I was scared. But at yeah. the same time, <laughs> ships were always pretty far. How can they tell there's no crew? Guess they have spy glasses and those bitches always be peeping at other ships, being like, Who's on that ship? How many you got? Like walking around with one eye yeah. closed. But, uh. It's true. Yeah, they do have to be a little nosy and actually, like, bored to know for sure. Could you imagine being in a ship and knowing that you got some good shit on your ship and you're being chased and at first you're like, ha ha ha, I work for the British Royal Navy. I, you're never gonna catch me. And then some fucking. You're like, look back in your spyglass expecting the other ship to have eaten dust and you're like, oh shit, they're right on us. Uh oh. And then just getting murdered. That'd suck. That'd be so scary. That would suck. Yeah. Being on the ship sucks. Yeah. And, ah. and then it said, okay, so here's some of the most historically attested uh, phantom ships that have been found. Uh, it's the HMS Resolute. What does HMS stand for? I don't know. But I guess it could be historically manifesting ship. HMS Resolute. That makes sense. That's what we're going to go with. HMS Resolute in 1884, it was a Baroque, Baroque, Baroque-rigged ship. It was part of the British Royal Navy, uh, and it was abandoned after hitting an ice field, and they were all like, ah, fuck, we're going to get stuck. So the captain was like, all right, guys, get out of the ship. We're going to fucking walk home. So then they walked home, and then they found the ship 1,200 miles later, drifting off course. Spooky. Crazy. The next ship they found was called the Mary Celeste, and it was missing the 25th of November, 1872. Now, November has 30 days in it, okay? So from the 25th to the 30th is five days. It was found... One month after that, not even, on December the 4th. So five plus four is nine days. It was found nine days after it went missing. That's it. Wait, you said it went missing in November, but was found in December? Yeah. That's more than nine days, isn't no, it? Wait. No, November... October... No, November, <laughs> November 25th. November 25th and December 4th. You know what I thought for a second? What? I thought that it went November, October, December. No, no! That's not how time works! <laughs> That's not how that works! <laughs> I'm so stupid. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that happens to me though sometimes I forget how to say things <laughs> okay so sorry okay okay so then uh, the thing that was crazy about this ship was and I'll talk a little bit more about it was uh, when they found it it was pronounced found or spotted by a dude named Day oh gosh what was his name Oh my gosh, my notes are so awful. I'm so high. <laughs> what was it called? Oh, De Gratia. So a group being a, a, a ship called the De Gratia, the captain was like, hey, 
I see this ship, and they left eight days before me. They should have gotten to where we're both going, but they're here in front of me. The fuck? So then he reports it, and when they get onto the ship, the Mary Celeste was run by, like, ten people. One of them was a little kid. So when they got on, the charts inside the ship were a mess, which is, like, the interactions, which makes me think maybe there's a storm because it's rocking really hard. Um, but then they said there were no crew and it was missing its lifeboat. Hmm. And they said that two of the pumps in the boat were, um, like, fucked up and uh, disassembled. Yeah. And they were like, huh, that's weird. And they said they had tons of food and so much alcohol left that it had, they had, like, a huge month supply. So they're like, where the fuck yeah. did everybody go? Very, very odd. And, every, and at some Ooh. point, the they, I guess they used to have a policy where if you saw a shipwrecked ship and they were able to haul it in, you were entitled to one-sixth of its salvageable price. So this ship yeah, was hauled yeah. in for $48,000. No, $46,000. But... They didn't get to collect the full one-sixth, and people think it's because the police suspected that the De Gratia people did something to the people of the ship. Ooh, so they were probably like, huh, kind of sus that you reported it. Very odd, but alright. Hmm, interesting. But yeah, and then it th has a lot of rumors about what happened to it, and they still, to this day, have no clue what happened to the crew um, but a lot of people thought that maybe the crew maybe mutinied but then people were like that doesn't freaking make sense I don't think that happened so then people thought about whether or not sea monsters got it and immediately the historians were like no it did not happen <laughs> then they were like okay what about pirates and they're like pirates would have taken the, the food too so no it wasn't the pirates and so now we still don't know what happened to the crew of the Mary Celeste. Where are they at? Where are they at? Okay. Uh, some other ships that disappeared. There was a Quaker ship that was built. It was called the 21 Friends. Can you imagine how many Quakers signed on to finance the ship? How many? 21. That's why they called the 21 <laughs> Friends. <laughs> 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 21. 21 Quakers for the 21 friends. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> this ship was totally rammed by another ship. Not sure if it was done vengefully or not, but the other guy was pretty much like, ah, pow! And the guy that was the captain of the 21 friends, he was like, alright guys, crew, get off, the ship's a lost cause, ship's fucked, save yourselves, I respect you and your lives, get off while you can. But two years later, that ship was still still going. And people spotted it for two whole years, drifting between wow. the both sides of the Atlantic, so the East Atlantic and the West Atlantic. And there are records for two years of people sighting a ship off in the horizon, of people saying, if I look east or if I look west, I see this ship. And all the descriptions of it are like very similar. So that's how they know that's the ship. And then, uh, finally, it went ashore in Ireland. Hmm. So that be a reminder. If you find yourself adrift on the ocean, 
figure out a way to survive and, su and eat, and maybe you too will get somewhere two years after and get to shore. <laughs> Wait, did they survive? No, they're dead. That's a ghost ship. Oh. Yeah. Remember? Because uh, the army guy. So the, the thing that I thought was interesting about this was it was a case of a man jumping the sack too fast. Jumping the sack? Is that a save? Jumping. Oh, no, no. Mean? I meant to say jumping the gun. <laughs> uh. <laughs> jumping the gun too fast. What is jumping the sack? <laughs> oh, I mixed, I mixed it up with hitting the sack. <laughs> hit the hay and hit the sack. I don't think. Oh, hit I the see. hay, hit the sack. Dick, neck, patty whack. <laughs> Got it mixed up. I did a little bit of mixture. But anyways, oh no, I forgot what I was talking about. 21 Quakers. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was found in Ireland. Oh, I was going to say something. Being high. And you was like, let that be a lesson that if you're on a boat and you just find, like, a way to eat and survive, you'll eventually get to land again. Yep. I don't know. I have lost my thought. But that's it, guys. That's, uh, you should find a way to survive and that's your number one lesson. And, uh, number four was another lifeboat. A lifeboat from SS Valencia went totally adrift and missing. And... Guess how long they found it after? Um, four years. I'll give you a hint. We're older than it. <laughs> um, four years. <laughs> 27. 27 years. Wow. Lifeboat 27 years after it went to drift. No, no clue if there's people in there. But, uh, they found it! And, let's see. Then I got distracted, and I was like, you know what? That's a lot of ships that are real ghost ships, which are, like, cool and all. But, like, I want to hear about some old ships, like, bottom-of-the-ocean ships. Mm. And I was like, okay, okay, one of the most famous sunken ships. Obviously, Ooh. one of them is the Titanic, and for obvious reasons, I won't talk about it, except for this fact. Did you know the Titanic was totally avoidable? Because the guy who's driving the Titanic, the captain or whatever, was warned that there was an ice field in front. But he thought that because the weather would be so good the whole time they were sailing that he would see the icebergs way early. Turns out it was a moonless night. Motherfucker couldn't see, so Bing bang boom Whoa. He got hit by a bunch of icebergs And everybody was like, we told him We told him, don't do it Wow, that's wild yep. And then uh, The next one I learned about Was called the Wilhelm Gustav It was an overloaded Ship because it was a refugee ship And it was filled with refugees Who were running from the Red Army Back in the day. Whoa. And this ship was eventually sunk. I don't remember how. <laughs> I didn't write it down. And. <laughs> um, what's a revenge ship? Oh, refugee ship. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Oh, most recently, it's now a designated war grave, and you can't dive to it. It's illegal. You'll get thrown in jail if you do. So I guess you better pay me some hush money, Lillian, because I could tell the government that you've been sailing there in your off time, because we all know you're a good swimmer. No one's gonna believe you, Linda. Why not? No one. Why not? No one. I can't swim. This is racism. What? <laughs> I want to be like uh, the very best. No whatever. Anyways, I want to be like Tim Robinson and just shout out. People be like, don't you know what that means? I go, no! I don't know what it means! <laughs> you tell me what it means! No, I don't know how to drive! No. <laughs> but anyways, that's all I learned about ships. Ghost ships. Dude, the ocean is, like, so scary. I know. Like, so many things can go wrong out there. Mm -hmm. And then, like, n no one's there to hear you scream. Except for the people who are there with you. <laughs> so spooky. And if you scream too loud, the sharks will hear you. Because you all know sharks have good-ass hearing. See, and that's scary, too. Because if you, like, go overboard, there's so many creatures that could get you. Like, the ocean's just scary. Ooh. Yeah. No way, man. <laughs> they used to tie cannonballs oh. to people's feet and make them walk to the gallows. That's a big nightmare, too. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. That, that was good. It's The ocean's so scary. So. <clears throat> uh, Ooh, nice. <laughs> really good one. <laughs> Ooh, I taste a little bit of refried beans in that one. That was really a fresh one. I did eat Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, ghost ships. So, ghost ships are super interesting and pretty spooky. So, like you said, a ghost ship is um, a boat, a vessel with no living crew on board. So it's just floating around. Oh. A phantom ship are the fictional ones. So those are, like, made up. But ghost ships are real. You can touch them. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so ghost ships are the empty ships and boats that are just floating around the ocean right now. Oh, but a phantom ship would be like the Flying Dutchman, where it's just like a myth. Damn. Yeah. Um, Guess you could say, now we know what? for sure Star Wars is a real. Because the Phantom Menace is <laughs> real. <laughs> I've never seen Star neither Wars. Neither have I. I've never seen it either. No way. I've never seen it. You know... I saw the Jar Jar Binks one, but word on the street is, like, it doesn't count. Oh, I heard that he's evil. 
I haven't seen any of them. I've seen Rogue One, and I can watch that one because I, I know enough about Star Wars culture to get references, but ask me if I know who the fuck Ju Chewbacca is versus uh, Count Dooku. I only... I can only say I don't know. What's the difference? I don't... I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Who is Count Dooku? Oh. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should just do a podcast where we both do like a watch party of the Star Wars movies and we just talk about what, what we're watching. Is it as good as it used to be back then? Or is it overhyped? Ooh... We could make a lot of people angry or happy with that. Ooh. Think I care? Think I care? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> that would be fun to try. Okay, teach That'd me. What else did you learn about? So, do do do. I also learned that there are three million shipwrecks on the ocean floor. Uh. Wild, that's a wild amount. Like, imagine if we just had like three million cars just crashed and hanging out on the road. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I looked up statistics for how many ghost ships are floating around right now. Uh -huh. And in 2020, in 2020, the International Maritime Organization estimated that there were 438 ghost ships floating around in the ocean worldwide. Oh, wow. Damn. That's a lot of ships. And they estimate that that includes 5,767 crew members that were that are supposed to be on those ships. Oh, so, dude, is that how many people on the sea are missing right now? Exactly. Isn't that scary? That's fucked. Yeah, but you want to know something crazier? So that's 438 ghost ships, 5,767 people, but not all cases are reported to them, so they assume that number is way bigger. Oh, dude. That's scary. Yeah. Dude, it's so spooky that you could just be on a boat ride and stumble across, like, an empty boat or, like, a floating body. Ugh. That also kind of yeah. scares me, too. Like, imagine that you're on, like, a, you're in a ship with a bunch of people and you have to slowly watch them all die. And then by the time it's just you, it's just you on an ocean. But nobody talked to. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> like... And it's like it's like worse than being stranded in like the forest. Yeah. Because your scenery doesn't change and there's nowhere to hide from like the sun. So like a lot of people die from exposure. Mm -hmm. Like it would be so much worse than being trapped in the forest. Oh yeah. I don't know. For sure. So spooky. Oh. Yeah, no way. <laughs> anyway. So that's my general info about ghost ships. Okay. And now I'm going to talk about a few certain ones, too. So the first one I'll talk about is called the 
Octavius. Mm. That was an English ship in 1761 that tried to go through like a non-existent passage because that was way back in the day when they were still like drawing the map. Uh So they tried to go through this passage that didn't exist. It was found in 1775. The entire 28-man crew was below deck, all frozen to death. And the captain was frozen to death at his desk while he was writing in his book. Oh my god. And they... Yeah, isn't that spooky? They were lost at sea for 13 years. What? So it took them 13 years to find them, yeah. Wow. And, like, the ship had, like, ended up going, like, in the ice, and then everyone froze on it. It's really spooky. Damn. And that was, like, in the 1700s, so that makes more sense that, like, they were probably not prepared for weather. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, anything could, like, fuck you Uh, up. That's so scary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the next ship was the SS Orang Medin? Uh Uh-huh. Medin? I don't know. But it was a cargo ship in 1947. Off the coast of Indonesia, this one was kind of spooky because they got two distress calls from it. So the first distress call they got was, and I wrote it down exactly, so this is a quote of the distress call. The first one was, all, uh-oh. <laughs> okay, okay, I can read it. Okay, so the first one was, All officers and captain are dead, lying in chart room, possibly whole crew dead. So they get that spooky distress call. And, yeah, and then, like, people are trying to find the ship. They're on the way to rescue. And then they get another distress call, and all it says is, I die. Yeah. So rescuers make their way to this cargo ship, and they find all the crew members dead, and all of their bodies were, like, contorted, contorted and, like, with their arms outstretched. So fuck? it looks like they were defending themselves. But they never figured out what happened. They don't know what happened. That's so crazy. Isn't that spooky? That's scary. Yeah. So, like, was it, like, pirates? Or was it, like, a sea creature? Ugh. Or, like, a mutiny? You don't know? It's really spooky. But turning all their bodies like that, that's scary. Isn't that weird? (sighs) Yeah. Um, The next one is the Sajo. S-A-J-O. This one was a little more recent in 2016. Oh, this one was really spooky. So this one was in 2016. It was a German sailor who was, like, sailing around the world. He was found in his yacht, slumped over his desk, dead. They didn't find any signs of foul play. They think maybe he just had a heart attack and he was by himself and that's what happened. But he was adrift for many months before he was, like, discovered. And because it was so dry and salty, it actually mummified his body. Yeah, so by the time they found the boat, 
when they like went on board to see if anyone was alive, they found like his mummified body at his bed. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. It's spooky. That sounds like um, an awful way I to also, die. I know. Ugh. Yeah, this like makes me more scared of the ocean for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. The HMS Resolute was on my list, too. The only fact that I had that was different was that they actually used the wood from that ship to make the Resolute desk in the Oval Office. Oh, yeah. I read that, too. I just didn't write that down. (laughs) That's, like, that was a cool fact. Mm -hmm. It makes, like, me respect the Oval Office. Or, like, not respect it. Maybe think it's a little cooler now. Uh, That's a good word for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because they got this cool old desk made from, like, an old shipwreck. That's pretty cool. I wonder what kind of old shit is in the White House. I know. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Did we add that to our topic? Yeah, what's in the White House? Are there really rat mazes all around? (laughs) I'm going to write White House Mystery. Mm. Ew, okay. now I'm, like, looking up the ships that you're talking about. They're scary. I know. There's some spooky ones. I still have a few more, too. Um, okay, so that was my, like, resolute one. Da, 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 da. This one was a little more recent, too. Um, so this one was the High Aim Number 6. This was a boat that left Taiwan. It was a fishing boat that left Taiwan in 2002, and it was found 15 months later by the Australian Navy. And it had fuel, it had food, but all of the crew was missing. Oh. One fisherman was eventually found from it, so they finally located, like, one person from the crew. Uh-huh. And he said that they worked with pirates to kill the captain and the main engineer and do a mutiny. Oh, what the fuck? Isn't that bad? That's scary. Yeah. Okay, I have two you more. You can't trust your own crewmates. Scary. See, that's another scary thing about, like, the ocean is you're so isolated. What if you don't trust someone you're with? Like, that's a scary situation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Um, so I found this article written in 2020. So this is also pretty recent about all of these Korean ghost ships in Japan's seas. Oh. Yeah. And this is interesting, too. So they were finding, like, hundreds of North, which is crazy, like, hundreds of North Korean fishing boats that were floating around Japan, and sometimes they would wash ashore, Uh and either the crew would be dead or be missing, and they were always, like, North Korean fishing boats. And, like, again, we're talking hundreds of boats, and I think they found, like, something like 58 bodies that had washed ashore. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then they were like, what the heck is going on? And all the bodies, they were, if they did find bodies, they were usually dead from starvation or exposure. So 
they were trying to figure out what was going on, and this is what was leading to all these, like, North Korean ghost ships. So, China was illegally fishing in North Korean waters, and I guess Chinese fishing boats are known to be, like, super powerful and aggressive. Like, they sometimes ram... Yeah, they sometimes, like, ram other boats, like, if they're in competing <laughs> waters and stuff. <laughs> Move, bitch! Dude, isn't that nuts? That's scary. Yeah, you don't expect, like, fishermen to be that aggressive, but I guess, I guess so. <laughs> Fast and furious. <laughs> Time to get wet. Yeah, like, when you, when you imagine, like, fishing boats, like, I imagine someone with their rod just, like, waiting for a fish to bite, but you don't imagine, like, a power <laughs> boat being, like, <laughs> Just imagine <laughs> a big-ass ship coming in going, skeet! <laughs> and, like, <laughs> turning in front of you, and it stops, and it banks on your, uh, that'd be so funny. Dude, it's crazy because that's what they're doing. They have these, like, massive fishing boats, and the North Korean boats are, like, pretty small, and they're not made to go very far. And so the Chinese fishing boats are, like, much superior. They can go farther. They're bigger. So they would, like, go and, like, take all the waters, like, closer to North Korea so that would push all the North Korean fishing boats further out, but their, like, motors and their boats can't handle being that far out in the ocean. So then the the North Korean fishermen would, like, die Aww. and, like, run out of supplies and not know, like, how to deal with the harsh waters in their little boats. So that's what was leading to all these boats. Damn, that is so sad. And that's kind of crazy because... Isn't that sad? I'm pretty sure China is the... Well, the the suzerain, because North Korea is the protectorate of China. So, like, if anything happens in North Korea, China's like bound to come and help them military-wise. That's insane that they would yeah. just fuck over someone they have a treaty with like that. Yeah, and I guess um, it's actually illegal to fish in their waters. But what the Chinese boats do is they turn off all their radars so they're like undetectable wow. out there so that's how they yeah that's how they get like away with it that's fucked up yeah and i guess like with how many bodies were starting to like wash up the korean government was being pushed to like supply better boats that could actually go out farther so i think now they have better fishing boats but it was interesting because if they did, there were, like, some cases where they would find fishermen that were still alive on these boats. And when they did find the guys that were still alive, they said that they wouldn't talk about anything. And all they would say is, like, I want to go home to North Korea. I want to go home to what North the Korea. Fuck? Isn't that spooky? Yeah. I wonder if it's because... Oh, I wonder if it's because... Like, going through the sea is, like, one of the more popular ways of getting out of North Korea if you're seeking asylum. But if you are caught trying to escape North Korea and they bring you back home, they actually, like, put your entire family in jail and they, like, torture you and re-educate you. And it's not just your immediate family, but they'll go after anybody who's blood-related to you. 
So, like, they'll go after your cousin's cousin's cousin just because you're, like, partially related to the person who's trying to escape. So, I wonder why, if that's why he's all crazy. Yeah, I, like, I wasn't sure if it was, like, a reflection of, like, North Korean stuff Mm -hmm. or if it was just, like, they were traumatized by what they went through, Mm -hmm. like, at sea. Scary. I can no. totally see it in the angle of a no, I no, think... no, I'm not trying to escape. Don't tell me. Don't send me out to my own country, please. Yeah. I think that's why, like, North Korea didn't want to supply boats that could go farther. I think that was, like, part of their worry is that people would, like, use them to escape. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff. Yeah. In port. Poor Japan is just there getting all the, like, dead people washing up. Like, god damn it. <laughs> it's those strict fucking Koreans again. Who is it this time? I don't know, some fisherman boat. The poor Japanese are just like, god damn it, Korea and China, get your shit together. They're dealing, <laughs> they're going on their little beach walks and they, like, stumble past this part of scary boat. <laughs> So sad. Ah! They didn't ask for that. <laughs> Tired of these fucking Koreans floating up on my beach. They didn't ask for that. They didn't want. They aren't a part of this drama. Poor them. Ugh, disappointing. <laughs> they missed out, honestly. Okay, I have one more that I want to talk okay. about. This is my finale. This is the Watertown Ghost. Watertown ghost. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, in the mid-1920s, two crew members aboard the SS Watertown died. So this was while they were at sea, this SS Watertown ship, two crew members died while they were out sea. Huh. And since they were at sea and it was, like, the early 1900s, they just buried them at sea. So they threw them into the ocean. Now, the next day, the crew starts to see some spooky things in the water. They think they're seeing the ghost of those two men. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, thank So, like, you. throughout the... Ne- I know. Throughout the next few days, they keep seeing, like, faces in the water. Uh-huh. And one of the crew members did have a camera, so they actually took pictures and when they got back to land, they developed them. And in the pictures, it actually shows faces in the waves. That's scary. And so, yeah. And at first when I was reading this, I was like, okay, clearly these, like, crew members are out at sea. And, like, they just had two people die, two friends, two coworkers die. They throw them overboard. And maybe they see, like, their bodies floating and they get a little more spook than usual. That was my thought. Yeah. Is they just see the bodies in the water. Uh-huh. But if you look, but if you, like, look at the picture, the faces are actually, like, in the formation of the waves. It's really spooky. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, and a lot of people actually credit this to being, like, a very legitimate paranormal photo of ghosts. Wow, that's kind of cool. The picture's, like, the picture's pretty spooky, because I was expecting something cheesy, 
But it is spooky. Like, you see the faces in, like, the foam of the wave. It's weird. I feel like... Oh. Oh. You know what it looks like? Yeah. You're gonna like this reference. It looks like the mummy face when he's, like, going in the... Yeah, that's what I was picturing is now in my head. That's what I was, yeah. I was gonna say. I feel like I'm imagining the image of Imhotep in the, the sea yeah. right now. Like, that's Yeah, creepy. that's what it looks like. But two of them. That's scary. Yeah, it was spooky. Ugh, that's awful. I hate anything yep. having to do with anything creepy or ghosts or whatnot. I just cannot handle it. Yeah. No way. Yeah, this was a spooky one. Ghost ships are pretty... Oh, do you know what? What? <sighs> it's a good thing I remembered this. I've seen a ghost ship. One? Yeah, listen, so, well, here's the thing. I think maybe it was a phantom ship, not a ghost ship. You don't think so it was I think real? It was like, I don't think it was real. So, I was driving to work. This was when I was living on the coast. Uh -huh. And my drive to work was along, like, the Tillamook Bay. So... There was, like, one point, and it was, like, a foggy, like, spooky early morning. Uh -huh. And as I was driving, like, around the bend of the bay, I saw this really old-looking ship. And it was low tide, and it was, like, in the mud, where, like, at high tide there's water, but yeah. at low tide there's not. So it was, like, stuck in the mud, and it was this really old ship that, like, you don't see around anymore, like, with all these masks. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? And then I kept driving, and I went to work, and I was like, that was so weird. Like, what is that big ship doing there, and why was it stuck in the mud? Yeah. And then on my drive home, there wasn't a ship there. <gasps> That's scary. Did you think that was weird? Yeah, I was like, that was a ghost ship. Ooh. But maybe it was a phantom ship. Ooh, I do not it like that. Spooky. Especially because it was, like, a foggy morning, too. Ghost ships scare me. Yeah. Because I feel like... It makes me... They would be so haunted. So much scared of the ocean. Yeah! Like... It's just so Yeah, scary. like, if there's a group that's gonna haunt me, it's gonna be the dudes in the ghost ship. Yeah. Fuck that, that's scary. Yeah. No freaking way. Yeah. That was pretty spooky to read about. And there was, like, never-ending, like, stories, too. Like, there's so many stories. Man, that was pretty interesting. That was... Good stuff. Good that was stuff. intense. I got too high. I'm still too yeah, high. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm still suffering. I know. I'm ready for Me bed. Too. You're gonna sleep so good tonight, though. I think so, too. Ugh. Oh. Well, guys, you're gonna you're gonna hit your pillow and just. I, I feel like I am. I I can't handle it. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow. Do you hear yeah. that, you guys? Yeah, we better end this. Ring, 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 ring. Do you hear that, Lillian? Yeah, class is just. Yeah, it's like go to sleep, you guys. There's no class today. Is that going to be class tomorrow? Yeah, this party's over. Go home. Please.